No, she was found outside Dan Murphy's. That's why she's called uh, Murphy. You've told this story before. <laughs> yeah, now I remember. Mm-hmm. Once again, I remember things once people remind me. <laughs> Is that remembering? Not really. <laughs> Well, it is remembering, because I remember I did know it before. Mm. Mm. I just don't recall until someone reminds me. Mm. What is memory, really? I know. (laughs) Should we kick off? Yep. Ready? And we're back. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Game the System Podcast episode 27 A podcast about the people that play retro, arcade, modern, pinball, board games and everything in between It's the 13th of December 2018 and my name's Mark Bell My name's John My name's Matt And that's Alessandro Yeah Yeah (laughs) You have have produced child Yep, we made a thing Um (laughs) It makes noise. Hmm. Yep. And likely we will hear that through the podcast. And makes poops and bad mm. smells. Hmm. But nice things too. Um. Well. <laughs> Don't take too long to answer looks that nice, question. <laughs> but she doesn't make anything nice. Right. I we see. Haven't got her slaving away yet in manufacturing. Hmm. Soon. Give it a year <laughs> or so. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't start producing in a year, then she's she's out. <laughs> <laughs> And how's that been? Is it, have you had sleep? Have you? Um, I think we've been pretty lucky. Hmm. Um, sleep's been pretty good so far, hmm. but we're entering sort of the fourth week, and the last couple of days she's been more of a challenge. So, hmm. yeah, it might get harder. Right. Um, it's supposed to, apparently, but I don't know. They say lots of things, hmm. um, but. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just never know. Humans so. are... They're different. Mm. But I think we've been pretty lucky and we've just been... Yeah. We've been tackling it as a team. Mm. And I think that works pretty well. Mm-hmm. And you just sleep when you can. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> cool. But I, but I have been getting in some gaming time. Not much retro, but mostly on the Wii because it's convenient. Wii? Switch. Yeah. Not Switch. Maybe not the Wii. Not the Wii. No. That would be retro. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's been a while since we've recorded. It's probably been about five weeks or something like that. And, you know, one of the reasons being you've been slightly busy with your new child. Mm. I was going for some other term, I don't know, acquisition or something like that, but (laughs) child suits much better. Yeah. Uh, I've also been super busy at work, Um, very, very busy, so it just hasn't been the right time to record, and Mm. that's cool. That's not an issue for us. We do it as we get the time. We've always done it as a thing where, you know, we don't want to make it work for ourselves. We want to do it as we're enjoying it and as we have Mm. time, so... yeah. But here we are. We're back. The mm-hmm. team. <laughs> <laughs> back in action. And with that being said, action and all that kind of stuff, why don't we play the game? 
Yes, I've been looking forward to this. You've been really? looking forward to it? Have you, have you been training? No, I didn't want to do too much. Like, you know, if I started looking things up, I felt like that might be cheating. But but just in your brain. Like, oh, oh, in my oh, brain. I yeah. remember that game. Yeah. That's no, a good I, one to... Yeah, to I thought of, I've thought of like so many games that should be a surefire win, hmm. but now I've forgotten them all. So Right, cool. Yeah. Good, good timing. <laughs> so the game we're talking about is 100 Games You Must Play Before You Die. It's a retro gamer magazine reader poll special issue of the of the magazine mm-hmm. uh, where they run down the 100 games you must play before you die and we're playing this game at the start of each podcast you both have five opportunities to guess a game in the list and a guess right will award one point a wrong guess will remove one point so far you guys have done rather poorly <laughs> but that's okay we've stayed above zero though yeah that's that's <laughs> somewhat commendable <laughs> Um, and yeah, we'll continue that until we've got all the hundred games guessed. Mm-hmm. So we could be doing this yeah. for years. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't remember do, if we guess a game that's already been guessed. Is it, does that count? Uh, I think you'd just probably have another guess. Okay. This is why I've come prepared now. Yeah. I've got my notepad. Holy here. crap! That's a notepad. And I'm going to write them down. <laughs> this is the competitive side of John we're seeing right here. <laughs> and and is there any chance we can hear the previous guesses? So you can write it down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I like how he thinks. <laughs> yeah, because I think you've only guessed about 16 or so out of the 100, so that won't take too long. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a good refresher anyway, seeing as we haven't podcasted for a while, so the listeners probably don't even remember we did this. No. Um, so we'll start at the top, and I'll also talk about where they land in the top 100. So you guys guessed Super Mario World at number one in the list. Crazy people. Are you going to give us the wrong guesses as well? No, I haven't recorded that. Oh, damn it. Wrong guesses. Uh, <laughs> number two on the list, you guys guessed, which was Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. Number five on the list was Super Mario 64. Number six, uh, Link to the Past. Number seven, Final Fantasy oh VII. Oh, God, he's saying them very fast. You've got to use I, the I need to go faster then. Number ten, GoldenEye. Oh, God. Number eleven, Super Mario 3. Number 13, Street Fighter 2. Number 14, Sonic 2. Number 18, Streets of Rage 2. How's your writing going? I missed a few. Okay, good. (laughs) Number 40, Super Mario Brothers. 41, R-Type. 42, Super Mario Galaxy. So you guys are good at guessing the 40s. Scroll, 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 scroll. Final fight at 86. That's it. Okay. Cool. That's something. Hmm. It is something. As you throw your pen down on the table in disgust. (laughs) So, um, do we have a coin? Yes. Whoops, as I bump my microphone. Coin... Whose call is it this time? I forget. Uh, I, think I called it. 
Didn't I? I, I remember I won each. last time. You maybe won you, last time. Maybe you called it. You called it, Matt. Heads. Oh. <laughs> Does that count? It's a heads. Is that, is that good or bad for me? That means you get to go first. So, okay. yes, it could be good or bad. Yeah. Um, oh, and I forgot. You guys are on three points each. After all the guesses you've had. Just to reiterate how bad you guys are going. <laughs> Let's go check this then, because I, I didn't hear it in the list just then. I don't remember if we picked it before, but Sonic 2 is there. Surely Sonic 1 should be in the list. That's your guess? Yeah, that's my guess. It is in the list. And not picked yet. And not picked yet. Bing. 28. <laughs> oh, he gives himself a clap. No, you guys I'm, are taking I'm reproducing the, the, the sound oh, the sound bite. Yeah. So it's your guess, John. Um, oh, hang on. I haven't given Matt points. He probably wants that point. Well, in the long run. Leaps ahead of John. Oh, man. This is so hard because it's like... So many... Uh, Bad games? <laughs> no, just so many consoles, I was going to say. It's not just consoles. It's PC, arcade. Yeah. All yeah. games. Platforms, I should mm. have said. Yeah. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I guess I'll say Crash Bandicoot. Goes for the obscure ones, doesn't he? Uh, I mean, no, obscure? the PlayStation generation loved this game. Yeah. Mm. Well, bad news. Whoa. Crash oh. Bandicoot is not in the list. Oh. Hang on, I'll search Bandicoot just in case it's <laughs> named something weird and it's not Crash. So there's no games with the word Crash either. Wow. Oh, I'm giving it all away. <laughs> so you lose a point. Damn it. Down to two. Ugh. I'll then continue my strategy and nominate Sonic 3. <laughs> bom, bom. No way. Oh. Wah, wah. <laughs> no Sonic 3. So you also lose a point down to three. Hmm. Have we said Road Rash? Oh. Bom, bom. Oh, oh, get what? Out. Yeah, I know. I told you this was a bad list. <laughs> Did you say it's voted by the, the retro readers. gamer? Yeah, by the readers? readers. Okay. So the readers are wrong. Yeah. No Road Rash in a top 100? Mm. No. Yeah. That's, that's Just bad. burn this magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. So you go down to one point. Damn it. You're, you're accelerating very quickly to zero. <laughs> oh, I just want to stay above zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to try something maybe a bit crazy. Uh, uh, Guitar Hero. Okay. Well, at least you guys are keeping uh, it close. <laughs> um, how many guesses do we get again? Five. Five. Okay. I'm losing my voice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, uh, I thought of so many games while I was 
while we were away. I would say uh, Lilat Wars or Star Fox 64. Oh, it's not going to be in there. <laughs> that was a bad choice. These obscure it's choices, too obscure. I tell you. Yeah. Well, like, it's not even obscure, but... but when Who likes there's no, there's no more games. We've I picked like them it. all already. We picked them all. <laughs> <laughs> John goes down to zero. Oh. From hero to zero, but some would say he was never hero. Was that harsh? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is fourth guess, isn't it? I'm still trying to process it. Um, <laughs> I think that was my third, so this will be fourth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Metroid. Oh, that's a bloody safe guess. Why I can't believe either <laughs> yeah. of you haven't said that. Because, like, why would I pick Metroid? Super Metroid. Even. Super Metroid number 23. Right. Got to be thinking like that. I know, I mean... Nintendo... Well, Nintendo, yeah, and also the really popular games. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of them. But I think was I think I said Final Fantasy last time and it wasn't in there. Final Fantasy 7. Didn't I? No, that's in there. Uh, 7. Oh. Did I said that in the list just oh, did before. You? That's one of the ones I missed. Ah. <laughs> See, I'm just helping you out. John 0, Matt 3. Come on, John, what do you got for All us? All right, this is going to get me back on the board. Um <laughs> In that vein, I'm going to say Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I like that choice. Symphony of the Night at 27. See, now you... Yeah. You're doing it. You're doing the strategic thing. Choose the popular games. Yeah. The ones that are expensive. (laughs) So this is the last round. Got to Me- make it count. Metroid 1. Like the first one. No. no. See, no one likes Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> John okay. 1, Matt 2. John gets a chance here to even it up. Um, I feel like this was said last time, but Super Mario Kart? I think you might have said it. Right. Nope, it hasn't been said yet. Oh. It's Super Mario Kart at number yes. 12. Okay. And that's it. Is it it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so John's two, Matt's two. Wow. So in that <laughs> entire round, you guys basically went down one point, one point each. <laughs> nice work. <sighs> <laughs> All that thinking you did. For nothing. Well, you're above zero. Yep. Yeah. So at least that's something. Came back at the end. Ah, yes. It's that time of year again. That time of celebration, gift giving, and less working. Less working and more gaming. That's why us at the Game the System Gaming Group slash podcast are going to do our first live Twitch stream. That's right, myself, John, Mark, and Matt, we're all going to come together, do a stream together. Uh, Mark and Matt are going to do some world record attempts. Mark is uh, speedrunning Ghouls and Ghosts. Matt is doing his kaboom. Uh, It's an amazing thing to behold. We're also going to be playing 
Rhythm Tengoku, Streets of Rage, Resident Evil, Super Metroid, Capcom Classics, California Games, Wonder Boy, International Karate, Super Mario Kart, Sonic, Archon, Final Fight, Magic Sword, Double Dragon, Raiden, R-Type, Super Monkey Ball, Last Ninja, Wonder Boy, Captain Commando, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Road Rash. Uh, we really only have time for about six of those games, but hopefully all of those names has created some hype. It's going to be on the 29th of December. We're going to start sometime during the day and finish sometime at night. Come and check it out. It's going to be on my stream, twitch.tv slash Huego. That's H-Way-Go. And uh, come follow me so you know when we start. We'll see you there. All right. So we'll move on to maybe some news and current events. Um, it's kind of hard to believe this, but... Um, uh, last time we recorded, we talked about going to Kongoff. We went to Kongoff. It feels like it was ages ago, mm. and it was kind of. <laughs> yeah, so Kongoff happened. Australian Kongoff at Netherworld. Yeah. Uh, both myself and Matt went along to Brisbane. Um, and I would say it was pretty cool. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is Netherworld just an amazing place, um, with stacked full of arcades and pinball and stuff like that, but Kong Off itself was just an awesome, awesome run event. Um, they had, a, what was it, 10 Donkey Kong cabs? Ish. Around mm. 10. Um, all lined up along the walls. They were all, I think they were all reproduction cabs, mm-hmm. uh, but they were just constructed in... Just, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely beautiful. Did you have to put money in to play them? Yeah. Yes. See, I think that's actually a good thing because mm. when when they're on free play, you just get those dudes that just sit on the game, just mm. sit there, they mm. just keep pressing start, mm. and they just keep playing. Mm. And it's like you just need you need that money barrier to stop people from doing that, so that everyone yeah. can have a go. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's anyway. Yeah, no, and um, the the way the tournament was structured, you couldn't just hog a machine. Like, you you play your game, and then if someone's waiting behind you, you have to let that person play. Right. Um, so it was, you know, Jimmy Nails, who runs Netherworld, and a couple of the other guys who were running the comp, they were there the whole time, just making sure things were running smoothly and that people weren't doing that and just staying on the games. But yeah, you're right. I mean, having that, that money barrier doesn't mean that... Um, you know, like you said, you could just sit there all day and play and play and play and play and play and, you know, mm. get yourself in the finals or whatever. Because it was, there was a qualification day that lasted all day. I think it was, did it last all day? Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can just go up and play the machines, register a score. And then was it the top eight or 16? 16. 16. Yeah. Go through to the finals the next day. And how well, the finals worked... You made a noise. All 32, 16, some number. It was more than eight. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, just spoilers, me and Matt didn't make the finals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking for myself, I suck at Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah, the, the way the finals ran, which was the most impressive thing to me, which was just great to watch, was it was head-to-head. So, you have two people that are um, playing each other, you, virtually playing each other one mm-hmm. goes on one machine the other goes on the other machine and then they start playing and they see who ends up with the highest score if someone loses all their lives and the other guy wins um so i kind of avoided that situation of 
you know, people sitting there again for another, I don't know, 40 minutes or an hour putting up a score over 1 million um, because it's got that head-to-head aspect to it. And I don't think there was any 1 million plus games played anyway, even in the qualification. I think the highest score was 800 and something. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no. Some got yeah up to 800,000-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the calibre of play was pretty amazing. And there was guys from the US, New Zealand, um, yeah, all around Australia. Just mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic. I think the guy who won it ended up winning it. He's a guy from the US, um, a, you know, a really, really good Donkey Kong player. Mm-hmm. Plays in the Kong Offs over in the US, so came to Australia to play in this one. And also just... You know, going to an event like that, it's a celebration of arcade games, yeah. of gaming culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to talk to lots of people who are also into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Netherworld being Netherworld, um, they've got certain machines set up for, um, like, you you play them and you try and get a certain point, a uh, certain amount of points. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you go up to the bar with, with your picture saying you got that score and they give you a pin, mm-hmm. um, a little badge, which is... Uh, custom designed and they look really really cool they're yep. they're actually themed on the game itself and you know i don't think much of badges and pins but it's sort of like that whole achievement sort of mm. culture where you want to yeah do it to to get something yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool yeah. there's only one way to get that you know pin mm. so yeah that's awesome mm. yeah and i thought yeah the scores that they set were on, at this level, like for quite a few things we found where it's it seems achievable but still like enough difficulty that you'd yeah. have to like really try. Mm. Yeah, it, it was actually pretty hard. Uh, and I think we poured a lot of money into Star Wars pinball. Yeah. Look, <laughs> oh, we really? were so unlucky. <laughs> I, I just want to say that. Yeah, and that one played tough. It was leaning over a bit. Mm. But, I mean, yeah, that's not the only thing we poured a lot of money into. Yeah. Yeah, but it was funny with that Star Wars in particular because we played that a lot. The, the score to get was 750 million. And I had got the pin for that before when I went up for Brisbane Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when we went up there this time for Kong Off, both Matt and I are playing and Matt really wanted the pin and I, you know, I was kind of keen to get it again as well. Mm. But yeah, we just couldn't even make that 750. <laughs> it was embarrassing. <laughs> TNA was the other one yeah. Total Nuclear Annihilation Pinball yeah. We sunk a lot of money into that uh, Couldn't get the score One million points One million points <laughs> <laughs> uh, We suck so bad <laughs> Burger time Yeah Yeah we didn't get that Rob McCauley got the burger time Yeah one, you got that we? one with it Yeah, yeah. Um, So we Tapper Yeah played a bunch of Tapper And yeah, that was one where I, th- I put a bunch of time onto that. I thought maybe eventually I could get it, but I seen my skills seem to cap out a bit. <laughs> so uh, I'm not really going to get that. Cubert, mm. Cubert's um, such a great game. Yeah, I would have loved to have got that pin, but I know I'm not good at the game. So I, it's one of those sort of games where I know I'm never going to be good at for whatever reason. I mm-hmm. just know the the way the game works. It doesn't quite gel with my brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you managed to do it, Matt. Yeah. You, you so actually, pin. I'd never played it before. Really? Like I mentioned, yeah. Oh. Like I'd seen, I'd seen other people play it, mm. like maybe videos. But yeah, like actually, hands-on playing. Not even it. a home port, or. I don't think so. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a cool game. Yeah. It took a while. I had to learn quite a bit. You know, went away to the internet and tried to read some strategy and came <laughs> back to it. And I thought I was going to fail. Like, I thought wasn't going to get there. But, mm. you know, went back. I don't know. How long was spent there? But <laughs> eventually, eventually, the score was increasing slowly as I was playing. Like, you know, this game, I don't remember what the scores were. But, you know, the next game, a few hundred points more. Mm. Next game, a bit more. Like, oh, it's on, it's on track to beat it. So, I just kept playing. Mm. And pretty much on the last dollar i had you know if i wasn't going back to the bar to get more change <laughs> the last dollar i had i beat the score yeah took the photo got the nice pin nice so it's cool pin too it's um it was it's a pin of cuba himself yeah. isn't it yeah but he's kind of pixelated yeah yeah so it looks really really cool the speech bubble with the pixelate with, no, with the swearing oh, as yeah. i call it yeah yeah, the, yeah the symbols in the speech bubble yeah hmm. something fell off that was random yeah I'm sure it wasn't important. No, it's no. okay. <laughs> um, for people who don't know mm. what Qubit is. There are people who don't know what Qubit is? Yeah. Yeah, probably a lot of people. <laughs> you can explain it's, it, Matt. It's a old Gottlieb arcade game, which there aren't many. Or if that's the only one, I don't know. Mm. Um, you're this blob guy with a schnoz, <laughs> kind of hooter nose, and there's a... It's a Sort of isometric view with cubes, yeah. and all you got to do is jump on each cube, and ch- every time you land on one, it changes the color, and you just got to flip the color to of all the squares to you know whatever the goal color is. Mm. So the first stage, you just got to jump on every square once, mm. and there's enemies and things to you know kill you, and you can fall off the edge. Yep, and amusingly, when you fall off, there's because Gottlieb were making pinball machines, mm-hmm. they had knockers, and so there's a pinball knocker in the machine. So when you when something falls off, it makes a, the sound effect from the game, and then in the cabinet, you can oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for those that don't know what a solenoid is, uh-huh. <laughs> that's a it's a mechanical um, device, mechanical sort of, um, with a metal rod in it, and when it fires, the metal rod f- fires out of the coil mm-hmm. um, and smacks on the wood. So it's yeah. like Basically, like a hammer hitting mm, the yeah. wood, mm. so it's a really mm. physical so, sound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's awesome because you almost feel it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what really happens cool. when you get to like? Do the mechanics get more complicated yeah, as the, you get up to higher? The levels? enemies get more crazy, mm. and you you know the later stages you got to jump on each square like two times to change the color oh. twice over to the. Okay. Cool. And the enemies start changing the colors too, don't they? Yeah, they reverse it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's there's enemies that are like on the other part of so it's like isometric view when you're on the top and they're on the side, so they're doing oh, jumps, right. which really that was really with your brain. my head. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's an iconic game. It's mm. it's probably got Lieb's best game. <laughs> Seriously, is that the only one? See what I don't know. Of. The only arcade one. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they did other games. I mean, obviously they did a lot of pinball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were the biggest pinball company in the world back in the whatever times for a long time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun because when you're not chatting to people, having a few drinks or whatever, and or jumping on the Donkey Kong machines and trying to qualify, 
you just got a million other things you could be doing. You can mm. try and go for a pin on one of the machines, mm-hmm. or you could just play any of the you know arcade machines, pinball machines. Mm-hmm. It was pretty bloody awesome. And I remember you said, Mark, that um, you weren't a big Donkey Kong fan beforehand, but mm. afterwards you started really enjoying the game. Yeah, and that happened uh, at PAX, actually. So PAX oh, really? was two weeks before Kong Off, um, and they had a Donkey Kong machine at Bartronica. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because we knew we were going to Kong Off, uh, we decided to go up and have a game of it. When I say we, I mean Matt and I, because we both went to PAX. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, never liked Donkey Kong before. Um, I'm not a Nintendo guy. I mean, there's Nintendo games that I absolutely love, but I'm not that sort of guy that loves all Nintendo games like a lot of people are. Mm, mm. Um, and Mario games specifically, I don't particularly enjoy. I don't mm. like the, the mechanics. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very slippery and slidey. Mm, mm. Uh, but playing Donkey Kong, realizing that the controls are actually really tight. He's not slippery like other Mario games. Mm. And it's pretty simple. It's got cool sounds. I just started to really enjoy it. And that was two weeks before Kong off. Mm-hmm. So realizing, oh, okay, this is actually a good game. Hmm. Yeah, so I can add that to my small list of Nintendo games that I like. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just because you you felt the game and it was gameplay based, not based around. I thought it might have been something to do with learning a bit more about the game and learning how to play it. No, it was just because it was a Mario game. I saw it as a Mario game. Hmm. So I I wrongly automatically assumed I wouldn't like it because I don't like the mechanics of Mario games. Mm. But it doesn't feel like a Mario game. Mm-hmm. And it's not really. Mm. <laughs> it's Donkey Kong. Mm. Mm. And he's Jumpman. Is he Jumpman yeah. in Donkey Kong? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. But still, I saw it as a Mario game. Mm. Mm. So realising it's not actually those sort of mechanics, yeah, mm. liked it. Cool. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I, I actually thought Kong Off was probably the best gaming event I've been to for a good while. Loved it. What did you think of cool. Netherworld, Matt? Because you'd never been there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want that in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I go there all the time. Mm. Yeah. It's the right it's like, size yeah, yeah. for, for well, what it is. It's, yeah, it is. Objectively, it's quite large. Mm. That's, that's how they fit all this stuff in there. So pretty mm. much there's something for everyone. Mm. I mean, everyone, it's our age anyway Mm. and i think it's just it's done right as well like the the bar it's a circular bar in the middle of one of the rooms so it's very easy to just go up and get served when you want to get served Mm. the bar staff are really really good um jimmy again who runs that place along with um i think his name's ben it's ben um he just yeah he he knows what he's doing Mm. those guys have made something really really good and they have shitloads of games and they run shitloads of events. It's a good time. Mm. Mm. So I'm going next year. Matt, you said you've committed? I suppose so. I, I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. It's in August. Yeah. Why not indeed? And the, what they're doing next year uh, is putting it in on conjunction with Brisbane Masters, the pinball tournament. Oh. Yeah, so the first... Even more reason to go. Mm. So the first weekend, it'll be Kong Off. And then they're running pinball and arcade events all the way through the rest wow. of the week. 
to finalise on that following weekend with Brisbane Masters. <laughs> so it's going to be huge. If a weekend of games wasn't enough for you... Have a week and another week. like 10 days of yeah. gaming. It's huge. Wow. Those guys don't know when to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and they better not either because it's bloody awesome. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, Jimmy Nails and um, Jason Lambert, by the way. Jason Lambert's right. the guy who runs the... Or co-runs the Brisbane Masters mm-hmm. and, and organises that stuff. So, yeah, all good. Um... What else has been happening? Uh, Z-Ball Pinball Final. Mm. That happened. Mm -hmm. That was actually just last night. So this wasn't a month ago. Um, Z-Ball Pinball is a league. A league in Sydney that uh, Roger runs. And it's at his various venues. I think it's once every two weeks usually. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the year he runs a final. The prize is generally pretty nice. Mm. I mean, you've won one, John. Mm-hmm. I won I've a pinball won machine. Yep, you won a <laughs> pinball machine. Yeah. I've won a pinball machine. And generally, the final prize is a pinball machine. Yeah. The last couple he's done, he's um, given people a choice, either two grand or a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the same last night. I absolutely sucked. <laughs> I, my first game I had, and it's a weird format. I mean, he has two... This time he had two old machines. These were solid state machines. Mm-hmm. And each person gets one try on each. Mm-hmm. And then they're ranked against everyone else. Yeah. And then after that, there's buy-in. So you can pay some extra money to get an extra chance to try and improve your scores on the games. And they're, um, they're secret machines. Yeah. No one knows what machines they are until they turn up on the day. Um, but yeah, my first game, I got this, got a score that was second last on the on the rankings mm. that stayed second last. <laughs> no one got any worse than that besides the person who got the lowest score. Um, and then I didn't do too much better on the second machine. You did a little better, Matt, or did you do... Worse I imaginally, I mean, it ended up probably like on on the first machine, Laser Q, it was probably the fifth worst score. Right. Okay. And on Barracora, uh, it was very low. I ended up mm. second last in total. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, right. I don't think I was that low in total. Yeah, mm, yeah we didn't do well then. No. But that's okay. <laughs> you don't want to win a pinball machine. No, I've already got one. I can't, yeah. fit, can't fit two. <laughs> you don't have the space for another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Pat Nichols won it. Our friend and yours, oh, nice. Pat Nichols. Um, cool. Yeah, he had some pretty tough competition because this particular one is apparently Roger's last mm. uh, Z-Ball competition i'm a bit suspicious because he <laughs> he says these things sometimes and then still put something on the next year i'm sure he'll do something else because he's been doing it for over a decade yeah um so a lot of people turned up because it was going to be the last one i think there was about 55 people or something wow. like that that would have taken a long time um that was okay because the the games being those early solid states uh. they play quick and again, you're only having one game each. Okay. Um, and I mean, and this year it could be in two machines. It previously, it's been the one machine you're playing two games on, so it takes mm, one right. go through everybody. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that's a good point actually, because it wasn't just that there was two machines, but you could play four players. Mm. Yeah. Right. Although maybe that doesn't actually impact the time. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so Pat won it, but he was up against a lot of good competition. Paul Jones was there, Logan, his son. Yep. Matthew Venables, another good friend of ours, who's a really good player. Just lots of really good players there. Andy, mm. uh, oh, yeah. Andy Mudd. Andy Mudd, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Pat won it, and he had a choice of 2,000 or a pinball machine, and the pinball machine was a mystery pinball machine. Oh. He wasn't allowed to know what the pinball machine was. Oh. He selected the cash, two grand. Sounds like a good choice, right? Yeah. And then it was revealed what the pinball machine was. Well, he he apparently didn't have to look in the envelope. Ah, that's the other right, envelope. Yeah. Roger gave him the option because Roger's he's mean. <laughs> <laughs> he likes being a bastard. <laughs> You'd have to look. Yeah, and that machine and, yeah. was Spider-Man. Whoa. Yeah. So Pat was uh, a little sad. <laughs> I mean, as sad as you can be after winning $2,000, but mm. Spider-Man is not only a really, really good game, mm. it's a game you could easily sell for about six, seven grand. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that was... Wow. Yeah, he regretted looking. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Roger's the kind of guy that would you know, offer a deal like that and then the machine be a machine that was less than $2,000. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Although there has been years where he's given away machines that are around the cusp of, mm. the, of the amount of money that he's giving away. Mm. And they're varying degrees of uh, quality as well, as in, you know, shape. Mm. They might be a bit run down and stuff like that. Mm. But, but yeah, he's not that sort of person. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't have expected it to be such a modern game mm. either. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone did. <laughs> but some people were saying, oh, it's his last tournament. Of course, it'll be something good. Mm. But, but in hindsight. I don't know about that. Yeah, in hindsight, <laughs> you'd say that. But yeah. But anyway, $2,000 is pretty good. Mm. Mm. Is it? There's got to be some... You have to pay tax on that, don't you? Or something like that. Um, Who's going to know? It's cash. Mm. Oh, okay. So, Oh, if it's cash, then. But, yeah, maybe... I mean, Roger's a businessman. He runs a business. Yeah. Seaball is a business. So I'm sure that's in his records and mm. he's, you know... Well, yeah, if, if he was doing it as a way of reducing his income, then uh, he would want it to be on the books. And then that would mean that it would have to be recorded as income for that person. Hmm. So, anyway. Look at you getting all serious. No, I was just wondering because <laughs> that reduces the the amount. Like, it's pretty significant. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Whereas when you if you take a pinball machine, then it doesn't count as income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Excuse my voice breaking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking a lot last night at Z-Ball. I drank a lot last night at mm-hmm. Z-Ball. So can imagine. I've got a bit of a scratchy voice. <laughs> so yeah, that was really fun. Um, I'm a little tired today, a little hungover, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You made it. Yes, I did. You don't look too bad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked better. <laughs>
Um, why don't we talk about what we've been doing in games? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Sure. So what have we been doing in games? I'm Everyone looks at each other yeah, and then starts first. talking at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting if all of us just started <coughs> saying our update at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd save a lot of people a lot of time. <laughs> Assuming they could make out all three voices. Yeah. They could try and tune in to just the one they wanted to listen to mm. and ignore the others. Mm. Mm. But let's not do I that. I don't think that would work very no, well. I don't think so either. No. Anyway, I, I had a, a little a little adventure. Oh. An adventurette, mm. so to speak. Okay. Yeah. I'm infused. Is that the right word? <laughs> I think so. Mm. So our friend, your friend and my friend. Mm. Uh, and Matt's friend? And friend of the podcast. Right. And I guess Matt's friend. Mm-hmm. Ben. Which from, Ben? Uh, Game Traders in the oh, yeah. Square. Because yeah. we know a few Bens now. Yeah, there's a lot of Bens around. Mm. Yep. Um, <laughs> he posted that picture on Twitter <laughs> of the Mario Pinball gonna, Land uh, cart. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you're not going to say what I think you're going to say. And then you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that it kept following him around because mm. he saw it at the 1989 retro market. Mm. And then... Yeah, someone apparently traded it in at his Game Straders store. Mm. Um, yeah, and so I was like... I hope they mm. paid Ben to take it, <laughs> rather than Ben paying to take it. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. I mean, sometimes <laughs> trade-in values are extremely low, such as the case of Gears of War on Xbox 360, mm. which was worth 65 cents. <laughs> mm. wow. That was hilarious. <laughs> and I think... Was that Gears of War 3? Because I think you just gave it to uh, me, didn't you? Or I paid you $5? I don't know. We worked out something and something, something like happened. that. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been 2 or 3. I think um, I think 2 was a pack-in game at one stage. Hmm. So maybe that's... If it was 2, maybe that's why it's so low. Hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so... It might have been a really low trading value, but should have been. <laughs> but then I said to Ben, "Oh, I want that game, but I need." Um, I've been looking for the Game Boy Advance player on GameCube to mm. play it on, because mm. the advantage of having that is that I can stream it through the GameCube rather than trying to hook up like a Game Boy Advance somehow to video out or Mm. I don't know how you'd have to mod it obviously Um, so um, he's like oh yeah the guy traded in one of those as well (laughs) so apparently he traded in a GameCube um, a bunch of GameCube games the Game Boy Advance player which was still attached to the GameCube and a bunch of Game Boy Advance games I think yeah right Um, so he probably just took it all as a lot I suppose Mm. Um, (laughs) and he's like yeah yeah I got one of those you know, it's this much. I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I want that. So mm. um, I put it on lay-by because, you know, Brianna's on leave now, so I mm-hmm. uh, don't have as much, ex- you know, disposable income to mm. throw at these sorts of things, but um, at least it's secured. Mm. And he threw in the Mario Pinball Land <laughs> cart as a bonus. For free. For free, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a fair price for that game. <laughs> 
He said he played it. Um, yeah, well, he would have played it for the Game Boy Advance uh, episodes for the podcast. Or, or do you mean he played that particular cart? Uh, no, he played it. Ben played it. Is that... That's what I mean. Oh. Uh, well, I don't know if he played it before. I don't know. He just yeah. said... Well, he. I guess he was testing the player and stuff. Right. And he put it on and played it uh, for 10 minutes or so. Oh, 10 and minutes. Yeah. Hmm. And he said, maybe it's not as bad as I think. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. But then he was saying, I have to play the Metroid pinball game. Hmm. So, which is one that I haven't played. Right. I thought I played them all, but apparently not. Hmm. I, I seem to recall that was okay. Metroid yeah. pinball. I don't know. For me, it's all about, it comes down to the, the fact that well, whether or not it's designed as a virtual pinball game whether it's trying to like recreate pinball or if it's a game that just takes the mechanics of pinball and Mm. makes a game out of it which Mm. is what mario is it's not really like playing pinball it's just like playing a game that uses flippers um which might seem (laughs) people are probably listening to this going what's the difference (laughs) well i think that when you try and create a platform, like a table, like a pinball table in a virtual sense, it's never going to be as good as an actual pinball machine, mm. which is what I'm used to playing mm. because I have a pinball machine. Mm. Um, and so it just doesn't make sense to me to play like virtual pinball. But a game like Mario Pinball Land is like playing, it's like playing a platformer, but instead of Mario running around the screen, he rolls and you control him by hitting him with the flippers. Hmm. And it doesn't feel like a pinball table because there's no bumpers, you know, there's no, you know. There's sort not, of bumpers. Well, there's like enemies that walk around the screen. Yeah. Um, but that's something that doesn't exist in real pinball because you can't have a little character that's walking along the table. Hmm. Not, not really. Yeah. Um, so... It's not like they tried to recreate a... It's not like they made a Mario pinball table. They made a Mario game and just used the mechanics of pinball as a way of moving him around. You sound like you're trying to defend your enjoyment (laughs) of Mario pinball. (laughs) I'm not defending it. I I definitely understand why people don't like it. There's some really bad stuff about it, like the way the flippers control is not very good, I don't think. Um, Hmm. It can be very frustrating to get Mario to go where you want him to go. Um, It doesn't feel right to me, but once you get used to how it works, that's when it starts becoming more fun. Hmm. And what I do like about it is the exploration aspect, like because you're basically going through rooms. It's almost like Zelda, where you go through and like each room is like a square, and then there's a different puzzle in each room. Hmm. You know, so it's a bit like that, but. You're hitting, you're hitting a ball around. Mm. So have yeah. you played the Devil's Crush series? Devil's Crush is it Devil's Crush? Yeah, yeah. I think it's also called Devilish in some countries. Okay, is it? What's <laughs> it on? What's it on? Mega Drive. Okay. I think it's there's there's a couple that's of them. That's not like the Dragon's Fury. Yeah, Dragon's Fury. That's a, it's okay. That game. But yep. It's called different in different regions. Right. Yeah. Yep. So you have played those? Uh, I I don't think I've played Dragon's Fury. I think I've played the other one, which I forget what it's called. Okay. Um, 
But yeah, I do. Because that's kind of like similar. You those. do progress. Yes. Yeah. I like that part of it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like almost half. That's halfway. probably more of a pinball game than what yeah. Mario Pinball was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, there is like a table. But yeah, mm. I love all the bonus rooms and stuff and the boss fights. And like, that's really cool to me. Mm. I like having like a boss fight in, in a pinball sense. Mm. I just like, I guess it's the hand-eye coordination part of it that I like a pinball, you know, um, having to aim and that sort of thing. Um, but then it's got those aspects of, of video games where it's like a boss where you have to hit it in a certain place and it moves around and yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. It's <laughs> not defending, <laughs> just explaining right. what I like about it, but also understanding what people don't like about it. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm sure there are people out there that like it just as much as you, if not even more. Yes. And now I'll have to finish it, possibly on stream, but hmm. that's my dedication for getting a free cart, I guess. Right. <laughs> you got to put in the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, mm. uh, someone else? Shall I go? Sure. Um, I haven't been playing too many games, actually, but I've been playing a lot of one game, mm -hmm. and it's going to sound like a broken record. It's going to sound like Matinee's River Raid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm -hmm. So I moved on from going high scores. Is there a Ghouls and Ghosts pin at Netherworld? No, they don't even have a Ghouls and Ghosts at Netherworld. What? I know. Oh, that's right, because I remember you talking about potentially taking the board there. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so moving on from the Twin Galaxies high scoring and uh, going to speedrunning, which I think I've talked about before as well. Mm -hmm. But I've been spending a lot of time speedrunning Ghouls and Ghosts. Like really? A lot, yeah. Mm. I think I'm up over 40 hours now or something like that. Wow. And uh, my goal was getting under 20 minutes. So it's not like you need to get under 20 minutes to submit a time to speedrun.com. Um, but a good time is under 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I saw this in, in some, some other speedrunners videos saying that, yeah, you want to try and your first goal is to get under 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, okay, I, I can do that. I know it's going to be hard, but I can do that. I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. <laughs> it was really, really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, I finally did it. I, I got um, 18 minutes, 27 seconds, which is... Well, that's pretty well under 20 minutes. Yeah, it was, it was a good run. Um, it was very hard to do. <laughs> I submitted it and it's all approved and gone through on speedrun.com. Mm -hmm. So I'm officially a speedrunner now Yeah. of one game. <laughs> um, but since then, I've probably put in another seven hours speed running the game trying to beat that time i haven't even completed a run really in that six hours six seven hours can you okay it's hard it's a lot harder than what i thought it was mm. going to be yeah is that because when you pushing yourself to go faster you're more likely to die absolutely yeah mm. you're at risk uh every you know every second of that game mm. you're pushing it to its limits it's got heaps of RNG. You never mm -hmm. know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you do things enough times and you can pick up uh, 
somewhat patterns. Like mm-hmm. if this guy is going to come out up here, then more than likely the next guy is going to come out, you know, in this particular location. Mm-hmm. More often than not, maybe not, but more often than not. Mm-hmm. So you can start to see those things develop over time, but regardless of that, there's still going to be things that happen that you don't expect. Mm-hmm. And that game is designed to kill you. It's designed to be a bastard. <laughs> um, like that's that's confirmed. The guy who developed that game said, you know, he he, on purposely put things into that game to really screw people over. Mm-hmm. Um, and whether that's, you know, a, a dude appearing right at the worst possible spot you can imagine, you you hit them, and you bounce back and you land on a weapon that's just means you're fucked. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the run. Mm-hmm. You're not going to finish the run if you've got, you know, this crappy weapon. Mm-hmm. So I've been, yeah, I've put in a lot of time. And now that I've beaten that time and continuing to try and beat that time, I, like I said, I haven't even finished a, a run since. So mm-hmm. it's tough. Mm-hmm. But really, really fun. I'm really enjoying it. The other aspects that aspect that's really getting me at the moment is it's also pushing the hardware to its max as well so i'm having a lot of issues with my controls okay Um, the buttons have started going spongy oh and i've you know replaced the micro switches i've replaced the buttons Mm. and it's all good for a little while again and then they get spongy again Mm. they get a little bit sticky it's just because Mm -hmm. you're literally hitting those buttons hundreds thousands of times uh the joystick i've had even more trouble with where it's it's sticking to the right sometimes, mm. and it's those these tiny little things that you'd never notice in casual plays, mm. but because you're depending on these controls to be one hundred percent precise all the time because mm. you're pushing the game to its limit, just these tiny things can just destroy you. Mm. So, mm. you know, you're running right, you you try to stop by just letting go of the joystick, obviously, mm-hmm. and instead he walks a couple of steps more. And those couple of steps can be in the difference between being alive or dead. Mm-hmm. So I've pulled that joystick apart. I've put in new micro switches. I've fiddled around with the four-way gate to try and get it to, I don't know, not stick anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's still sticking. It's mm. just driving me crazy. And I don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm having a lot of trouble with the controls at the moment. And it makes it even more of a frustrating experience when mm. you depend on them so much and then mm. that little thing happens and, and you're just stuffed. It's annoying to even have the question of that potential of your controller stuffing up because mm. you don't want to go, you know, something bad happens and then you go, oh, was that me or was that because the controller screwed up? Yeah, yeah. And you don't want to have to be questioning yourself because that makes it hard to improve. Mm. Because uh, you don't know that it's you consistently making a certain mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm at the point now where I think I'll take that joystick out completely, which is a huge pain in the ass on those LA, LAI control panels, mm. um, and put in another joystick and see if that helps. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yeah, it's been an adventure. I've put in a lot of time, <laughs> but it's a lot of fun as well. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. I, when I start playing, I, I find it hard to stop. Really? Yeah. Wow. Just go for two, three hours. I've still got a <laughs> blister. <laughs> got a blister on my finger because I hold the joystick like this and people can't see this. Yeah. So that's... And because I'm constantly or most of the time pushing forward, 
So that stick is constantly pushing against that mm. finger. Mm. And yeah, now I've got a big blister there. <laughs> back in the day of my, you know, back in the day of arcades, I used to have a, um, what do they call it? Uh, you know, when your skin the, sort of grows over to... A callus. Callus, yeah. yeah. And that's starting to come back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's... Video it's gaming callus. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's kind of scary. So that's what I've been doing. Mm. Mm. What so about you, Matt? What? Will we... Uh, I don't know if we should mention it. We can cut this out if not. Okay. But um, will you do Ghouls and Ghosts speedruns on our holiday stream? I could, but how? Just on me. It'd have to be on Mame. Hmm. And I've got, I've got the arcade stick. Okay. Which probably feels way different to what you're used to, but what sort of joystick is it? Um, I think it's the Japanese style. Oh, with the ball, ball top. Okay. Yeah, it's right there actually. If you want to look at it, but yeah, I'll have a. Oh, you can. I need to get get another beer soon anyway. So. Oh. The hoary one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I can hear the micro switches in there, so that's a good sign. No, he's cleaning it with a tissue. What have you been doing with that joystick? I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, it's got a good weight to it. Yeah, I need to, I think I need to actually switch my MCA sticks on my cab to this style of joystick. Because, yeah. yeah, from what I understand, these kind of joysticks are better for precision play. Because the MCA, MCA sticks are stiff. Mm. So, yeah, I think I need to do that anyway. It makes a lot of sense to me, for people who don't know what the MCA is. <laughs> ah, MCA is a style of joystick... Um, I was going to say popular in Australia. It's probably not popular. It's just the joystick that was in Australia because mm, popular by default. Yeah, LAI, who were the who were the company that built and distributed arcade machines in Australia. Uh, they sourced these sticks called MCA sticks, which I think are an Australian manufacturer. So they're uniquely Australian joysticks. Yeah, and they're not. They don't have a metal shaft and a ball like this joystick that mm. we're looking at at the moment. It's a, it's just a solid plastic stick. Mm. Yeah, and it's got. Is a, it completely plastic? Yeah, it, there's a metal shaft in it. Ah, oh, yeah. But it's it's a plastic surround. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the bat. Yeah. No, oh, that's no, a no. One. No, that's the US style joystick. So what? Okay. The bat, the 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 flappy one. Flappy one. Yeah. You're talking about? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because you. You, you hit it and it goes yeah. yeah what I mean by bat is it like it's like a it's you know it's kind of yeah. ball-ish <laughs> on the top but it, instead of being a ball like a sphere it kind of goes in yeah <laughs> I'm sure everybody can see like this a, at home like a standing up baseball bat yeah 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 yeah, yeah those are the US style right so, so what's what MCA I, is it's it's got a ball but it's not a ball because it's Part, it's one moulded piece oh, of plastic. I know, mm. I know mm. one. I know but it's one now. tiny, mm. yeah. just slightly bigger than the shaft. I yeah. mean, we're going to mm. get to... No, I think I know. <laughs> the, the double entendres here. I was <laughs> trying to avoid it, but it's going to happen <laughs> as we're talking about it. 
Um, so yeah, the shaft and the ball—they're mm. all one molded plastic, mm. yeah. and mm. the the knob <laughs> is just mm. slightly larger than the shaft. Mm. Yeah, mm. and so those were basically Australian. Yeah, they're oh. Australian. Yeah, it's so weird because like I just imagined them as the standard. I didn't realize yeah, that there was too. anything different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I when I got my main cab built for me. I insisted on having the MCA sticks because that's what I grew up with. Mm. That's what I know. Mm. That's why I have this callus. <laughs> mm. um, and to me, that was the joystick you played because I thought it was awesome. Mm. But playing at this level, I think it's not quite good enough. It's it's too stiff. Mm. So, I'm, so I know like high level Street Fighter players, they use these kind of mm-hmm. these kind of sticks because they need that precision mm. and they need it to be a little looser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's probably where I'm going. But you kind that. of, I feel like it's you get more feedback from it too because with those MCA sticks, because they're so stiff and you don't really hear the clicking, you can't, sometimes you can't tell exactly where you are, you know. Mm. It doesn't give you the same feedback as what yeah. these sticks do. Yeah, these have got a lot of movement in them. They move yeah. quite away, whereas mm. the MCAs don't move much at all. Hmm. Mm. Yes, cool. but yes, I can. Yeah, I think we can speed run on the holiday stream a palooza. Yeah, mm. <laughs> holiday stream a palooza, <laughs> official name, <laughs> which may or may not happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a stream with the three of us. Yeah, yeah, at some point in these holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. You kept wanting to say something, Matt, and I kept interrupting you. Uh, I was going to say that the audible clicking. Mm. On the stick, I find when playing rhythm games or other games, hearing the hearing the feedback of the stick mm. helps you get mm. the patterns down. I think because yep. you're used to the sound of this click, but you know the time between this click and this click being mm. the same. Hearing it, mm. helps no, you. that's a good point. Yeah, mm. I never thought of that. Interesting. In saying that, you can hear the clicking on the MCA sticks. Uh-huh. It's just a lot quieter. Okay. Yeah. But if you, well, in my videos, you can hear the clicking of the stick. Mm. Mainly the clicking of the buttons, but you can hear the clicking of the stick. But it, yeah, it's nothing like this. Yeah. I'm sure you're picking that up in the microphones, John. I think it would be. Yeah, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's sitting in the middle of the table away from these microphones. So mm. it's very clicky. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> cool. Mm. Did you want to drink? I do want to drink. Mm-hmm. I will get a drink. Do you want anything, Matt? Oh, uh, refill. Regale us with stories of gaming, Matt, as you take a drink of your drink. Yeah. So, is it time for everybody's favourite segment? <laughs> it could be time for everybody's favourite segment. 
It's not because I've got nothing. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. No River Aid Holy news. shit. Oh, people are going to be so disappointed. Going to turn off their podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> delete the episodes. <laughs> unsubscribe. Yeah. Leave bad <laughs> reviews on iTunes. But I have other Atari news. Oh. I don't, don't think we talked about this at all on the podcast. But somewhat inspired by your mm. world record attempts on Ghouls and Ghosts, mm. I want to get a score up on Twin Galaxies for Kaboom. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we might have touched on this before. Maybe. But I if we did, it was before I was actually doing it. Yeah. So the last yeah, yeah, time, yeah. I think the last time we recorded uh, is when I got the Learn Atari from you. Maybe. Uh, no, I don't think so. No? I think we just talked about... Oh, I think we talked about how you had got the Atari working on your PVM. So you could use the proper control. Remember we talked about the wrist problem? Uh, and yes. The yeah, saw yeah. hand problem? Yeah. And we uh, explained the game, that. what Kaboom was. Yeah. But yeah, I had, none of the other okay, stuff. Okay, so I'd, I'd had Kaboom working on like the Atari that I was mucking around with, with the AV mod, the 12081. Mm. Um, but I decided that wasn't good enough to do the record on because it's modified. And yeah, it's molested. Mm. Um, Twin Galaxies wouldn't accept a molested Actually, console. you know what? I've been watching Reviewing yes, other people's yeah, things it can get And there's all sorts of crap Could, There's people yeah. like playing on Harmony cartridges And yeah. it's whatever It yeah. could be anything Yeah, it's... Yeah <laughs> um, uh, What's the other thing? <laughs> so you're yeah, ready? so when I wanted like a real system Mm-hmm I'm not using the PVM. I'm using this other TV that I picked up off the side of the road, which has an <laughs> oh. antenna input. Oh, RF. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that with that... True old school. Yeah. It's, oh, the reason I borrow my six-switch Atari, the RF output is really snowy. It's noisy. So that's why wow. I'm not using that. Hmm. Um, so you're using my 7800? Mm-hmm. No, the 2600. Okay. Because I lent you a 7800 and a 2600. Yeah. Yeah. So as it turns out, the 7800 needs another power supply. Right. Different one, so that's... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn that on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, this TV has... A, when you put antenna input, it also has a pass-through composite output. So, oh, great. Yeah. I can now stream my oh. Kaboom play. Hmm. And that's the thing I've been doing. Awesome. So, on my Twitch hmm. account, which I never intended to do streams on because this, my account is BSS is watching you. Hmm. <laughs> All As, one word? Yeah. Right. As a comment on the voyeuristic nature, I'm, I mean, your <laughs> channel is watching your streams. But now I'm the one streaming, so it doesn't seem You're the one being watched. Yeah. So you're watching the watchers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, so, that's cool. I did tune into your stream. It, yeah. It, you've, you've started out of the gate with a very professional looking stream. Not Nothing like my dodgy ass. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of looked at what John had done and kind of... Oh, that's sort. Of, that's roughly the layout I need. I mm. saw one day you put a box art up. So I, got, I got. I got to get the Kaboom box art. <laughs> put that in there. Yeah. I figure out live split is the thing that people do timers on, which I don't need to time. I'm not doing speed thingies, but I figured how long of a bank I've been going for was going to be useful. Mm-hmm. So I put that in there. Mm-hmm. And a webcam, and then the game. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. I remember. I think it was your first stream. I tuned in yeah. and uh, Fiona came into, you know, the room and 
we were both watching it for a while. Actually, no, I went and got her and said, oh, you know, come and have a look at Matt playing Kaboom. And she was just a gasp. Yeah. She didn't know what to say. <laughs> she did, though, say that um, if she watched that for more than a couple of minutes, she'd have a migraine or something. Because the speed at which that game goes, yeah. it's insane. And my my eyes were going funny. I, I watched it for probably about 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. My eyes were going weird. Like, I'm not, not even <laughs> exaggerating. I was, it's just because... Because that paddle's going so fast, tracking all those bombs falling down the screen, yeah. mm-hmm. your eyes are sort of going, darting back left and right, left and right, left and yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it is so, insane. I'll tell you, this was a concern for me because the maximum time I'd ever played the game, like in a row, probably was like 30 minutes. Hmm. You know, and now to, to do, okay, so the goal is to roll the score. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a million points, and that's going to take something like four hours on the PAL version. And yeah, I've never played, never even tried to play it for that long. So my concern initially was, oh, my eyeballs are just going to explode <laughs> out of my head. Uh, but as it turns out, it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So, so you you were able to play it for that long. That first session you did was what three hours? It was about three hours long. Yeah. Seven hundred fifty thousand ish. Yeah, and so you were able to close your eyes after that and not see things moving and yeah no no the worst thing is is you know uh i don't need to describe it you know being you've watched a movie credits scrolling mm. up and mm-hmm. then you look away and this you get the feeling that things mm. are still scrolling mm. yeah that's about it mm. right. but not for very long yeah okay and even though we have described it before <laughs> yeah for people that don't know kaboom yeah can you describe the game you it's a it's a paddle game so it's one of the analog controllers you're mm-hmm. just twisting a like a big volume Thingy. knob. Yeah, pretty a big much. knob. Yeah. Um, there's a guy at the top of the screen. He's the mad bomber. Mm-hmm. He's like a bad guy, a criminal. He's wearing the striped thingy. That's how you know he's the bad yeah, guy. Exactly. <laughs> all he does, being in jail. <laughs> all he does the whole time is just drop bombs. And you, you're, these are, you know, dis- detached. What's the word? You're these floating buckets mm-hmm. in midair, mm-hmm. and you which makes buckets of sense. water. Just got to catch the bombs. Mm-hmm. That's it. Three buckets. It's three buckets vertically stacked. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. With no one holding them, no one like... No. no. They're sentient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the the bombs fall, you catch the bombs and starts out really slow. Well... And then gets really fast. Slow for you. (laughs) Well, the beginning game. I'm sure everybody could do the first few levels without really (laughs) trying much. Mm. And the last few... I think I can only do because I've been playing this game my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I've watched other people try to play it. And, you know, they watch me and laugh at what's going on. And then uh-huh. I let them play and I'm like, what, what are you doing? Just <laughs> follow the, the pattern. Yeah. It's a very unique skill. Mm. It's it's crazy. Uh, and yeah, if you, if you miss one of the bombs... Then you lose yeah. one of your buckets. Yep. So then you got two, which not only means you're one step closer to another death or gaming over once you've lost all three, it also means your uh, surface area, vertical yeah. surface area, is smaller. Yeah. And because you're flying back and forth catching bombs, you can actually... I think this is how it works. You can, you can catch a bomb sort of halfway through yeah. your bucket list. Yeah. So yeah, by... Losing a life or, you know, dropping a bomb, 
your vertical space is shorter, so you're actually it's actually yeah. harder to stay tighter. alive. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's pretty accurate. Like the you don't have to get even they're like buckets. You don't really have to get the bomb like in the top opening of the bucket into the no. water. Yeah, you can in just fact, sweep, I don't sweep even look over like them buckets. as soon as the as soon as you've, the bomb has collided with what you got. It's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's better later on when it's going so fast. You're aiming into the side of the top edge right. pretty much is where mm. you're what, trying to hit it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The safest way to go. Yeah. So you lose a life. You've got this gap at the bottom. It's that it crawls up from the bottom. Um, two buckets is actually not that bad. Um, but on one bucket, it's super difficult. Yeah. <laughs> you need to be really precise. Yeah. And those bombs are dropping fast. Yeah. <laughs> and what, yeah. So actually when you've got one, then you're trying to hit them into the top of the bucket and that's part of what makes it harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that first stream you did is the highest score you've got. Yeah, it is. Yeah. On the first try. Yeah. <laughs> Way. Yeah. So beyond, far beyond what I've ever done, but also since then, I've had a bunch of tries and not even come close to that. Mm. It's a familiar tale, I think. You get worse before you get better. Mm. And I think when you go into some of these things, uh, you're somewhat naive. Mm. And so you you don't know what you don't know. And so you don't have any expectations. Yeah. And so you just play. And it seems to go okay because you're probably more relaxed or whatever. And then after that first game is done, that's when you start overthinking things and your your muscle memory's changing and you're trying to get faster, but you're actually going too fast. And and so, yeah, you get worse before you get better, um, which can be frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out what the difference is and I don't know really. I mean... I sort of had a conclusion one day that I shouldn't be playing after work because I'm just too tired after work. Hmm. Um, but then when would you play oh, <laughs> if it's not after work? <laughs> like after after a mid-afternoon nap on a weekend or I guess a morning, a Saturday or Sunday morning. We were both drinking when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> after your nanny nap. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. But then one day I went and just played after work anyway. Like I was one day where like I knew I had tons of sleep the night before Go home feeling okay. So oh, I'll just chuck it on anyway, and felt really great. Like the <laughs> the, the first run that you saw, like I would go. The other part about losing your buckets, you get you earn lives back really quickly too. Mm. So really, if you if you're at the max speed, you get a new life every fifteen seconds. Mm. But you just got to survive that fifteen seconds yeah, with one or right. two buckets. Yeah. Right? And so getting getting losing your lives down to one. Um. You don't want it to happen that often, but it happened quite a bit on that first day. Hmm. And so this other time when I come back afterward and played, you go these long runs, like 50,000 points without losing anything. And I thought, oh, this is great. I'm oh, feeling so good. I'm going to do this. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you just randomly die. <laughs> then catastrophic failure. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know now that... You have to be not tired, surely, to play and know that you're going to last four hours. Hmm. Um, Luckily you get to pause Yeah So, so when I've, you finish a round or something The yeah. game stops And you can go off and do stuff And come yeah, back yeah. to it well, Every time I mean Yeah when you die it stops Oh yeah And, and anyway like every 20 seconds I don't know 15 seconds it, It's it's like one stage only lasts that long anyway And you got to press the button To make the next one come in Yeah So you can break as often as you want Yeah I don't think that's good Because another thing I figured out is 
once you once you got your hand in the right place on the paddle, you kind of don't want to let go because if you come back, it's not exactly yeah. where it was. Yep. And that affects, you know, the position left or right on the screen. Like, okay, so I'm using the Commodore paddles and I think they're <laughs> less sensitive than the Atari ones. So you've got to turn more to get to each the left and right edge of the screen. And are you using the Commodore panel pa- paddles? Yeah. <laughs> panels. Um, for on purpose or just because they're the ones that's the I have, that, they are right. totally they're the ones I've had since childhood and oh, okay, I tell right. you they're the most okay. reliable things I, I was just <laughs> thinking are you using them because that's the only ones you have or because it's, you think they're actually better it's both yeah right cool <laughs> yeah the Atari I can remember having the Atari ones as a kid and that you'd have to fix them all the time like, mm. pretty much but these ones okay the story is um, I had been saying this stuff too, like never had to clean these at all. They've been perfect. And then while playing one day, I was like, oh, it kind of moved a bit funny. I don't know if that was me or whatever. And then it, it got really weird at one point, like this whole section of the game where it would randomly jut over. Like, oh, mm-hmm. crap, I'm talking good on these controllers and now they're going <laughs> to fail me. And I'd read on some other Kaboom thingy, I think uh, someone else had submitted a score. I was looking at old scores on Twin Galaxies mm-hmm. and the threads there. And Robert Mercer goes into the thread and saying, he's, he's stra- he at one point had a spare set of paddles while he was playing. He has a rolled score. He has actually the top score on the NTSC. Yeah, one. I did see that. Yeah. yeah, You have to keep a spare set of paddles aside so you can swap them in while you're playing you know, huh. between stages. But I don't, I don't think the one set, so I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. So what happens? Do they just get... Once it starts doing that, does that mean it's stopped and you need You're another paddle? You're supposed to or? clean it. So oh, I right. got a bi contact cleaner, which I don't have. Hmm. You just spray it in the in the pot, and then right, it should be better. But hmm. I haven't done that. But anyway, I opened up the controller, and I found that there's a nut kind of that holds it down, which was loose. So I kind of tightened it, uh, uh, and then stuck the thing back on and played, and it was it seemed really good for a little while. Hmm. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then it seemed weird again, and I found I figured out later is because the way I pressed the 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 cap of the the paddle back on, I did it wrong, or at least that's what something went wrong because the, the stick now moves a little bit by itself. It's not supposed to. Oh. You can you're supposed to just be able to twist it, but not have any other motion. Yeah, actually, I, I wrecked the controller. Oh, nice work. Yeah. <laughs> but fortunately, the way these old paddles work, there's a pair. So it's one joystick port. You get two controllers. Wait, so what I've say done that now, again. One um, joystick port, two controllers. Yeah. So on Atari, you could, there's two joystick ports on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, yeah. right? Yeah. And normally it's one joystick controller, yeah. one port, right? It's yeah. two player. But the paddles, it's a pair, right? So the one port has two cables running out of it to two controllers. Oh. And this is how you had four-player paddle games. Oh, uh, I see. Right. So what I've done, and maybe what you could do on your arcade machine. I just got the second controller pot and just transplanted it into the first controller. So hmm. my player two controller, I just made it into play one. And it's like brand new because no one ever uses player two, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So I haven't done a run on that yet. I've just I've just swapped the controller and did a quick test and it feels like brand new. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was just thinking while you were talking as well about the um about pausing, you know, mm. having little breaks and stuff. Yeah. There are strict rules 
uh, with that on Twin Galaxies. Oh, like what? Did I miss something? Well, it, I think you're not allowed to... In, in a game that's termed marathon, mm. and really the technical uh, description of that is, I think, anything over 10 hours or something like that. Okay. But they, they use it in these sort of examples as well, games that you will play nonstop for, in your case, four hours. Mm. Um, I, th- I think it's something like you're not allowed to be away from the game for longer than 15 minutes or something like oh. that. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I know in, in your case, yeah. but I just thought it worth mentioning just in case you were doing that record run, then the yeah. doorbell goal goes or, you yeah. know, you decide you want a cup of tea or right, you yeah. don't drink tea, but, you know. <laughs> so, I was in the in that first game, the first run, where I did really well, I, I kind of had it in my mind that every 100,000 points I would stand up and just walk around and look outside and then come back. Mm. Um. And then for some reason I decided that was bad. I don't know. The, the next few times I played, I would just go as long as I could until like I'd drop a bomb and then go, okay, and then that's when I'm going to have the break. Right. Yeah. Instead of like forcing myself to stop, like just wait until there's like a natural yeah. thingy. And this is where you start overanalyzing yeah, probably. Uh, so I don't know if it's better <laughs> I did or well this time by having the shoe on my left foot and... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. But I'm pretty sure like taking your hand off the controller is bad, so... Hmm pretty sure doing that less is what i need to do so i still bring the brakes in i think i had there's one time i was feeling tired did that break just stand up walk around come back and felt great it's had a mad run after that mm. so maybe that's what i should do I don't know. <laughs> yeah uh, i i looked at the scores on twin galaxies mm. and which is the one you're playing game a or game b i don't know i think it's b right well, the other one, yeah, uh, the scores in there and the top score is like 5,000 points or 50,000 yeah. points. What's the deal with that? Yeah, so Ataris, if you don't know, have these difficulty switches. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think A is hard and B is easy. Right. Generally, everybody plays every game on easy mm-hmm. normally. It's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. it's a done thing, at least it was here. Um, I think that, and they're separate for player A and player, player one and player two. Yeah. Um, so you can have a handicap sort of thing mm-hmm. anyway on kaboom it makes oh, the paddles that's a good idea anyway makes the paddles like half as wide what do you mean the uh the, the buckets you know they usually oh, like I they see. don't look like buckets no. I, I don't even know but when you when you do it on hard actually look a bit more like buckets it kind oh, of squeezes them in there you go the, the, the sprite looks kind of normal right <laughs> so it's it's not just hard it's super hard and that's why there's only a score of fifty thousand yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. right because I, I looked 17, at seventeen thousand or something like that. Because it's a big difference, one yeah. million compared to again. I can't exactly remember what it was, but it was something like fifty thousand. Yeah, it's, or 5, it's laughably or... a lot less. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, that um, explains it then. Yeah, it's because when you're playing that that max level, the the fastest pattern you can get is pretty much on the limit of human my human ability, and so making that harder at all, you're just not going to yeah get very far. Yeah. Cool. We wish you luck. Yeah, I'll continue playing, I think, until it until I complete my mission. Yeah, well, why would you stop? Unless your arm falls off. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, the the hand pain that I described, that's, that went away. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's because of technique or now I've, I've built up the muscle. Yeah, you probably mm. built it yeah. up. It's those calluses. 
Right. You yeah. build a callus in your arm. <laughs> yeah, no. On the muscle in your arm. Yeah, no. So I've got no hand problems now. <clears throat> Just got to worry about the eyeballs, which I haven't had problems, but, you know, right. one day. Yeah. One day soon. <laughs> You've been eating Nutrigrain, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, Milo cereal. <laughs> Excellent. We look forward to more streams and the day yeah. when you get that score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... So when you... I- when you embarked on this mission, I mean, I say this often with what I'm doing. When you embarked on it, you knew it was going to be hard, but you thought you could do it, and now you're realizing actually how hard it is, or um, has it been as hard as you thought it was going to be? Um, after that first one, the first try, getting 750, I was like, oh, yeah, I yeah I'll do this tomorrow. Knock this over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and before even trying, I know consciously I've abandoned games, right? Like, which is what I would usually do, right? You play up to like 100,000 and just thought, because hmm. a while, you know, hmm. I could keep going forever. Hmm. <laughs> um, so it's not, I don't know. I, I don't really have memory of like dying out that often early on, but it does happen. Hmm. Like you, you just get funny pattern or whatever don't quite go away to the edge and drop a bomb and mm. do that three times. Sometimes that just mm. happens, I guess. Mm. So this is really uncharted territory. You didn't really know how hard it was going to be. No, I mean, in hindsight, like now where I'm sitting, yeah, I guess I underestimated that. Right, yeah. But uh, not by a lot. Like it can go either way, mm. you know. But you know it's doable. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you'll do it. Mm. Unless your arm falls off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. It does. Lots of high level play. I hope so. Well, I mean, it will be when I get the score. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we call the podcast there, do you think? Mm-hmm. All right. And then we'll break and then we'll record another one because that's what we do now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I haven't closed out a podcast for ages, so I'm forgetting what I'm meant to do. <laughs> we might have to edit out some dead space here because I need to edit this closing statement. That's okay. Blah, 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 Thanks for listening to Game the System podcast, as well as John's awesome humming. <laughs> if you'd like to contact us, the best way to do that is on Game the System forums at gamethesystem.co. You can also reach out to us via email at feedback at gamethesystem.co. You can reach me on Twitter at Mark's Tweet. That's at M A S at M A S M. Did I mention I was hungover? <laughs> and still drinking beer for whatever reason. At M A R C S underscore tweet. See, I got there eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, John and Matt are Huego and BSS on the forums. But more than that, John is something on Twitch. What are you on Twitch again? Huego. Ah, Huego on Twitch as well. H W A Y G O. Yep. I can spell your name. And Matt, you're on Twitch as well. BSS Apparently. is watching you. Yeah. Yeah. All one word. Yeah. 
And please rate us on iTunes. That's the only way we get the word out about the podcast, other than, you know, people talking to their friends and yeah. talking about the podcast. No one does that anymore. No, no one talks to people. <laughs> That's why we have social media. Indeed. And <laughs> iTunes reviews. So thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you then, uh, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.